0: Grab your fucking cameras, get out to the field, and take a picture of this good old groundhog! Welcome everybody to this special episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a horror movie every week. I'm Bob. And I'm Ben. And this week, we're watching a Groundhog Day movie, Benjamin. Yay. Well, okay. About ten seconds ago, we were off mic and you were so energetic and happy. And yeah. now you seem sad. It's just,
1: it's like the 37th time I've recorded this episode
0: shut honest. up oh my god you're doing I'm a bit into it you <laughs> motherfucker oh my i should have known it was a bit i should have known
1: you i'm just i'm not excited to do this again
0: i've never done this before it's my first time
1: i know i know you haven't done it that's what you said last time all right well
0: okay i hope i hope <laughs> happy Hog Grand Grand
1: really day everyone <laughs>
0: I hope this is actually a bit and you're really not reliving this experience 37 times, because honestly, at this point, I'd be sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what I said last time. Something similar. Yeah. So, no board selection this week. We're just... You know the movie we're watching, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I picked it out.
0: Uh, do we want to explain the concept of Groundhog Day on this one?
1: Yeah, I guess. Just
0: in case people don't understand the connection between this holiday and this movie you're choosing. So, Groundhog
1: Day is a movie with Bill Murray that Bob has never seen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it. Pretty and, sure Bill Murray's in it.
1: Yeah, he's the main character. We looked it up last time. Yeah. But basically he gets stuck doing a time loop and he's stuck reliving Groundhog Day over and over and over. Yeah, what a and shitty over fucking over.
0: holiday to relive. I mean it, it's actually a pretty
1: nice holiday to relive. Is it? Yeah, cuz like in the grand scheme of things, everything's still open, nothing's closed. Yeah, I
0: guess I would say Halloween would be my my it's my pick time to relive. Year.
1: He does he relives Groundhog Day. In the town where the Groundhog festivities take place, though. Oh. I forget what town it is. I think it's uh, in upstate New York or something. But hmm. it's a big deal there.
0: Makes sense. So. Okay. Uh,
1: but yeah, he, he basically every night he wakes up in his Groundhog Day again. So, very fun movie. And basically, the movie was so big that the idea of like time loops mm-hmm. is basically. It's generally referred to as like a Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. You know? and not just a time loop. Because that's just how most people know it. So for this holiday, because I, I proposed this one to Bob because I was like, that'll be a fun, fun holiday because I, I think Groundhog Day is fun.
0: It's it's fun enough. It was more fun when I was younger, but nowadays it's kind of whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's
0: always been whatever, but...
1: yeah. I think it's just a funny holiday. It is. It's a funny holiday. Like,
0: we as humans made a holiday where we look at a groundhog to determine how long winter's going to be here.
1: kind of jokingly.
0: I mean, still. Preposterous, but also funny.
1: But personally, just besides the fact that I thought it'd be a funny holiday to do an episode for, I figured it would be a fun category of, hey, why don't we do movies that deal with time shenanigans? Yeah, I think that's
0: really cool. So,
1: my goal when picking, like, this movie was... To pick anything that deals with some type of time problem, yeah, I, I say movie, this category because I I guess we'll probably do this next year.
0: Oh well, yeah, probably. If you can come up with more movies to watch, I don't see why of time not. time movies, really? But yeah, basically <laughs> anything
1: that does your your classic time loops, uh, anything that might have a character that's having trouble differentiating time, something where there's time travel or. Basically anything with time shenanigans.
0: Yeah, is up for grabs when it comes to this holiday.
1: Yeah. And Sometimes those don't have to be real time shenanigans. It could just be the character has trouble keeping track of time, so we're just jumping yeah. around a lot. Um but a lot of fun, tons of movies for this. So should be a pretty fun category going I'm forward in the future. I'm excited.
0: Mostly because there's nothing inherently scary about this concept. Nope.
1: Actually it's just inherently strange and probably confusing.
0: Yes. Nothing scary though. Yeah. Like with our normal board categories, there's something inherently scary about those.
1: Ah, well, I, I debate that, but for you, well, yes. Yes,
0: ever, I'm scared of everything, so yes, inherently scary. You're not afraid of time? Uh, No. Really? Don't
1: really? You're not afraid of having to relive the same day over and over and over again? Nah. Because I, I don't know if I've talked to you about it. Uh, I think the guy who wrote Groundhog Day went on record saying like he was stuck in the same day for like two years or something. What the fuck? I watched a, a video a long time ago where someone analyzed one of the scenes in the movies. Mm -hmm. Slight spoiler, he learns how to play the piano, Bill Murray's character. Mm -hmm. He didn't know at all. And apparently someone did, like, basically the amount of hours you would have to do to Mm -hmm. get to, like, the certain level of competence he had. Sure. Knowing that he basically only got an hour of lessons a day. Uh, That's assuming he did it every day. And it's only, like, 43 years.
0: Oh, my God. That's so long to be stuck in the same time loop. But imagine that. Like, you're
1: stuck... In the same day.
0: For 43 years.
1: Because nothing changes besides you. Yeah. Anything you do gets undone the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't get very far away from your starting point.
0: Really? Oh, because you only have one day? Because you only have one day. So you wow. can't
1: go anywhere new, really. And even at your farthest range, you can only stay there for a short period of time. So you're basically yeah. stuck in the same small area. Damn. Nothing new. Can't get, like, new movies or new books or anything like that. That's
0: wild.
1: I think it sounds pretty rough. It's cool. Probably the first bunch of times, yeah. But, but eventually, it's probably then after fun. that it sucks because you're the only one who remembers. Yeah. Too. You know how lonely they would get. Oh yeah. Oh Can't make new friends either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm not scared of time loops, but this is definitely depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared. Now I'm sad.
1: I think anything with time is scary is like time is innately a horrifying force. You can't stop it. That's fair. It's kind of the one thing that destroys everything. Yeah. And so. I guess my point is, it's a cosmic force, and it's very easy to play with time and get into cosmic horror. That's, that's yeah, what I'm Yeah, that makes into. sense.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh. What are you watching?
1: Uh, you ready?
0: Mm. I'm scared. You mentioned cosmic horror, and that scares me. Yeah.
1: Well, time's a cosmic force, so anything with time is innately <clears throat> somewhat of cosmic horror.
0: Not always, but... Because, uh, spoiler, I guess. I pitched to Ben a while ago. I was like, I picked my category, and it was Cosmic Horror. Mm-hmm. But then I changed it, so it's not that anymore. So I can say that, and I get, you know, get roasted. And I, I the reason I picked Cosmic Horror is because it looked fucking scary. <laughs> and I was like, I, I want to get scared.
1: I, I really like Lovecraft. Um, yeah. haven't read too much of his stuff, but...
0: Oh, Jesse's read so much of it.
1: What I've read, I, I do like but then also like you know there's some basic cosmic horror films like the thing yeah
0: there's uh, a john carpenter did one what is it into the mouth of madness
1: uh, yeah into the mouth of madness that's a that's an adaptation of lovecraft yeah uh color out of space that's another lovecraft one yeah that one's very good yeah i've heard that and one's it's really got good got our Lord and savior in it so that's always great <laughs> that's so funny you know we need to watch mandy by the way both of those are nicolas cage just Mandy and Colorado Space. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah.
0: Not everyone knows. Well, I know. We talk about Nick Cage more often you know, than but I not should. our audience. Ben has a Nick Cage obsession, I think. It's not an obsession. I just, I think he's a fun actor. He's definitely fun. Definitely and fun.
1: Here's the point I'll make he has a very particular acting style. He does. Some actors do. Those actors who have, like, a very distinct style that are recognizable as, like, themselves can make some of the greatest actors ever as long as they're utilized well yeah i agree like that's the thing with nick cage he has a specific style oh yeah if you cast him for the wrong parts it is not good
0: so i agree completely
1: but if you have him in a movie where his acting style matches the themes and the, the general vibe it's awesome it's great it's so cool because you can't get that style of performance out of anyone else yeah but he's done horror movies recently and
0: yeah, I, I haven't seen any of them, but I'm interested in them. Most of them, them
1: have been decent, and some of them have been very, very good.
0: Yeah, most of them look like, uh, like cheesy modern horror, which is fine, and it seems fun.
1: I mean, um, the really two big ones, Mandy and Colorado Out of Space,
0: so good. And there's the other one that he did that I can't remember the name uh, of. Willy's Wonderland. Yes, that one was. That's not like a wacky movie.
1: Great. Uh, mostly because getting into this, slight spoilers. For anyone who's concerned about Willy's Wonderland and hasn't seen it at this point, Nick Cage's character doesn't talk the whole movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I've heard that uh,
0: it's a bit weird.
1: (laughs) I think that was a decision by Cage. Really? Uh, Yeah, because he was really into the script. That's why he did it. Mm, That Uh, makes sense. And it kind of works, like... It works for the character he's portraying that it doesn't talk. Yeah. However, all the insane bullshit that comes out of his mouth is like a plus for having him as a character on screen. Yeah, I so completely taking agree. taking that away impacts the film. Nick
0: Cage has said some of the wildest things on camera. Yeah. It is so funny.
1: My favorite is basically his his first film to really get off the ground was, um...
0: What is that movie called? I have no idea, it has, by the way. It has to do with
1: vampires. It's a psychological horror thriller film. But anyways, he thinks he's a vampire and so there's one scene where He's wandering around the street, the streets of Detroit, disheveled as all get out. He looks like he's been doing drugs. Jesus Christ! He's got like a table leg that he sharpened, and he's walking up to people. And he's like, "Kill me!
0: What the fuck? <laughs> um, my yeah, God, that's so fucking funny!" Of
1: my course, we'll have to watch some Nick Cage films at some point. We I would could like just watch to. Nick Cage as a category. Yeah, we can watch just like Space, Price as Watch a *Mandy*
0: and then throw something else in there. Uh, but Oh, God, Wicker Man? What, did he do Wicker Man?
1: He did the remake of Wicker Man. Yeah, that's which what I was thinking about. It's not so bad. a good movie. I've heard it's horrific. It's funny.
0: Isn't that the one with the bees, right? The bees! <laughs> the bees! I've seen that gif. Yeah, so
1: the original Wicker Man-
0: I've heard it's very good.
1: Is probably one of my favorite films ever. Yeah. It's so well done. The remake? <laughs> it shows that it's like an, a, a,
0: a, a Naughty's movie. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't it come out in the early two thousands? Yeah.
1: At some point we'll do folklore No. We're gonna do it as a no. separate little thing <sighs> at some point. Yeah,
0: I know we're going to. I'm not excited. That
1: way uh we can do the unholy trinity. Oh,
0: speaking of folklore you're gonna be mad at me. You're gonna I I saw another spoiler. What you see. I saw a spoiler for hereditary. What you see. I don't know if I should even tell you. you might be really mad. You can tell me. I don't know what happens, but I think somebody's head gets cut off. No. Oh. Then I don't know what that I don't know what I saw then. Because that's what it looked like. And it was definitely from Hereditary. Oh, no. That's much worse, I think. Okay, never mind. All right. Uh, You ready
1: for me to tell you what this movie is? Also, second note, get off Twitter, Bob. You're not allowed there anymore. (laughs) You keep spoiling shit for yourself. On accident, man.
0: I don't care. It's not on purpose. I'm just scrolling through Twitter, and since I've been... Okay, listen, it's because I have my Twitter, my personal Twitter, and our, you know, social Twitter on the same, like, thing, so I'll swap between them a lot. And when I, I retweet all of our stuff on our Twitter to support the podcast, so it's like, oh, this person likes horror stuff, let me recommend them horror things. And it keeps spoiling movies, and all it's I'm pissing saying, me off.
1: Stop using Twitter.
0: No, but I like, when, I like When a drunk driver using hits on a person, they say stop driving your car. Jesus <laughs> when Christ. you spoil a movie for yourself. But it's like the only piece of social media that I actually use daily. I know.
1: You just gotta you gotta figure out some way.
0: I'm gonna have to like mute the horror tag or something.
1: At least on your personal one.
0: Yeah. Well not on the R one because that's but that, important. That might I... be a
1: good idea. Yeah. Alright. Are you ready for me to tell you this movie? Because you've been avoiding it. No, I haven't been avoiding
0: anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You very
1: clearly have. I told you, are you ready for the name and you went no? Uh let's talk about something else. Alright.
0: <laughs> okay, what are we watching?
1: Triangle.
0: Oh. Okay. That's a cool name for a movie.
1: It's a shape. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the description, Bob? Sure. A boating trip takes a turn for the worst.
0: I'm going to fucking <laughs> punch you in the face.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to hit you. We're not <laughs> watching an ocean movie. We're not, I'm not doing it. And also, the Bermuda... It's the Bermuda Triangle. Eh. I've already decided that's what this movie's about. Don't you like boats? Mm, I mean... mm. Boats, boats, boats! Speaking of boats, uh, have they really seen anything else about that Dracula movie that's coming out set on the boat? Uh, I think it finished filming. That's cool. I'm excited Uh, to watch that.
1: I'm super excited for that one. Me too. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, if you've ever read Dracula or seen the original Dracula movie, like the black and white one, Mm -hmm. basically there is a section of it where Dracula's going from Transylvania, where I've been, by the way. That is cool. For anyone I, who's interested, I, I've been to his travel castle. travel so fucking much, and it kills me. My aunt's from there. I know. Um, so we went to Transylvania, because we decided to go to Sanctuary instead of just being in the villages, so we went to his castle. Yeah. But uh, he goes from Transylvania to England, I believe, uh-huh. and he's on the ship, and when they get back to port in England, like, everyone's dead.
0: Everyone's dead. The only thing on board is what, the coffin?
1: the coffin's but also uh basically draculas thrall. Yeah. And I haven't read Dracula? I haven't read well, Dracula actually, either. I might have read it but it would have been in middle school. So I, I don't have really not read it in a very But I think ever. they only cover what happens on the ship in like some ship logs like very quickly. Yeah,
0: I don't think they go into much detail on what happens.
1: So it's it's mostly left up to interpretation and same thing in the movies. Like we kind of barely see the after effects. Yeah. And so someone had this idea of, what if we just tell a movie that's just the story of the ship? Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. That's so, so scary. I'm so excited for it.
0: That's so freaky, man.
1: Because it's just a bunch of guys trapped on a ship. With
0: Dracula. With Dracula. Awesome. Yeah. Not the only piece of Dracula content that we're getting this year. Because also, I saw the trailer for, what is it, Renfield? Yeah, Renfield. That one looks fun. That one looks like it's going to be a fun, goofy horror Movie.
1: And it also has our Lord and Savior,
0: Nicolas Cage, in it. We brought it back, baby. We did bring it back around. I don't know if you realize, that was me vamping because I don't want to talk about the ocean. I know. I really, I, you know, listen, listen here. We're on a boat. I wanted to talk about this Beach. last episode we recorded, <clears throat> but I skipped it because we were we were taking a long time. Uh, I was on Twitter. And okay. Once again, I'm on Twitter a lot. It's just where I chill sometimes. And I saw a picture. This is to let the audience know how afraid I am of water. Bob has lassophobia, but he also just has general water. General theories. water fears. It was a picture, and it was this, like, somewhere out... I don't even remember where it was. It was somewhere not in America. But basically, it, it's a place where there's so much salt in the water that you float. Like, oh, it makes you point. It's not the Black Sea, but it was like... Because it, was, it wasn't very big. It was like a pool of water, probably 10 feet across in Alderaan. Like, 10 foot, like, circle of water.
1: I was going to say, the Black Sea isn't that big, but it's bigger than that. It's not very... Yeah, this was a
0: small. And the thing is... You, it, it went really deep so you couldn't see the bottom so there was a dude d- demonstrating that, that he could float on top of the water because of the salt, bo- salt levels mm-hmm. and I almost had a panic attack watching that video because I couldn't see what was in the water beneath him and it freaked me out you know what's cooler than that if we're talking like high salt areas Dead Sea? Dead Sea yes <laughs> oh,
1: that's what I was thinking of instead of the Black Sea, Dead Sea. Yeah. Um. No. Have you seen those underwater lakes?
0: Oh yeah, we've talked about talked to you about those. Yeah. We well, showed me a video of an eel getting I annihilated. Thought they were so cool. They're uh, really cool.
1: Basically, there's these areas where the water has a a lot more salt than the ambient water. Yeah. They're on the bottom of the ocean, and so the content of like salt and minerals is so much higher that the water separates. So yeah. So there's this layer of water that's heavier than the the rest of the water. It's like, it like looks
0: all murky beneath it,
1: like a puddle. Yeah. It it looks like water underwater. It's very, very cool. Uh, if you ever see Goo Lagoon in SpongeBob, it's kind of like that. <laughs> uh, which it was probably based on, that's probably what Goo Lagoon was based probably. on. Probably. But they're so high in salt that if things swim into them, they die. Yeah. It lose wild. So there's things like, the only things that live in them are like mussels that live along the edges. But you can sometimes look up clips on like YouTube for National Geographic and like a fish will swim into it like an eel. Yep. And they'll start spasming because they go in the toxic shock.
0: Yep. That's Wild. so much salt, man. Okay.
1: Well, Bob, you want to see a thalassophobia clip?
0: What do you... Oh, God. Please don't. Like, I'm telling you, if we ever get to a point of the show where we're, like, pick, watching ocean movies, I will have a panic attack. Like, I can't handle it, man. Like, the bay was bad, but that wasn't really in the water, so it wasn't, like, that bad. The, the scary part was the fact that it came from the water. <laughs> This is oh.
1: I'm trying to see if I can find a good thalassophobia pick for Bob.
0: What is that even? A good one? That's no. Hey Bob, look. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it makes me uncomfortable, man. That makes me so uncomfortable. It's just, it's so scary. It's so scary. Uh, I think it's so
1: cool. It for anyone who's interested, I can scuba dive. This is all underwater. (laughs) I can scuba dive. I've scuba dived in like the open ocean. I think it's very.
0: Very cool. Sure. If the coolest word you want to use. I actually think Bob could do it. I think <laughs> do it. Oh, you will not catch me near the ocean. Absolutely not. No. I'll be I'll go to the beach. I'll stand on the beach and look at the water, but I will not get in that water. I think we could do it.
1: I think I get you out
0: there. You would have to drag me.
1: Yeah strap an oxygen mask to you and then drop you in.
0: Oh no. Then we leave No. You, the idea of me jumping like j- oh no. I can't I can't even imagine myself jumping in the ocean. That's oh. how bad it is. It's fucking scary, <laughs> Ben. You know, there we, are things in the ocean that uh, that can do eat think? me. If we
1: ever get to like a million subscribers on YouTube, no. would you ever go out no. into the middle no. of the ocean?
0: Mm-mm. No. You want me to have a panic attack? Yes. Cuz that's what'll happen. Yeah. Instant. We'll get on that boat and I'll fucking die. You don't have to
1: get in the water. We're just going to take you on a boat into the middle of the sea.
0: I I might be able to handle that. Okay. That might be okay. Maybe we
1: have you jump in. No. <gasps> Maybe we get a shark cage. No. You go into a shark cage. I want to go into a shark cage. No. We can do it.
0: All right. No. Plans are in order. Fuck off. <laughs>
1: All right, so <sighs> I'm going to go back to the film because we keep getting
0: I track. keep getting sidetracked. I'm really trying.
1: Uh, you know, I did this so many times, 37 <laughs> times. I, I need to talk about new things. Uh,
0: 2009 movie. Took 37 times for us to talk about that.
1: Well, no, but like we talk about different random stuff every time.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Lengths an hour and 39 minutes long.
0: Okay. And
1: it's rated R. Okay. <laughs> IMDb score, 6.9 out of 10. Better than the last movie. Tomato meter, 80%.
0: More people like it.
1: An audience score. 66. Okay. We're looking up. Awards. Uh, One win and five nominations. Okay. The win is the Gerardmer Film Festival Award in 2011 to Christopher Smith for Best Direct-to-Video Film.
0: Oh, okay. So this one's direct-to-video. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Uh, People to look out for in this film. Uh, Melissa George as Jess. You might know her as Stella Olsen in 30 Days of Night. Pretty decent uh, vampire film. Oh, okay. That's cool. Set in Alaska.
0: Oh, that's really cool. It's
1: called 30 Days of Night because it's
0: in Alaska. Oh, I didn't even think about it. Oh, man, being a vampire in Alaska is awesome.
1: Right? (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Just (laughs) anywhere uh, above uh, the Arctic Circle. Arctic Circle, yeah. Michael Dorman as Greg. (laughs) Uh, You might know him as Ton Griffin and the Invisible Man. I haven't seen the Invisible Man.
0: I haven't seen that one. Yeah,
1: I know you haven't. (laughs) That was pretty obvious. I heard it's scary, though. I really like the original Invisible Man. See, I haven't seen that either. I love that movie. We'll get to it. Love early movies, especially pre-code movies. They're so weird. He's
0: also Joe Pickett from Joe Pickett. Mm, I've heard of that, but I don't know what that is. New TV
1: show. I think it's still on air. Yeah. Rachel Caparney as Sally. You might know her as Jodie Fountain McLeod from McLeod's Daughters.
0: That also sounds familiar.
1: It's a TV show that ran from 2001 to 2009. That She's is like probably on 179 episodes. So oh, my God. Pretty good for her. Liam Hemsworth as Victor... Oh, okay. You might know him as Gail Hawthorne in The Hunger Games or Jake Morrison in Independence Day. Yeah,
0: Resurgence. W- one of the Hemsworths is in this, huh? Yes. It's not Chris, but it's Liam. Yeah, it's Liam. All right, that's pretty cool.
1: Writer-director Christopher Smith. He also like wrote direct Severance in two thousand six and Consecration in twenty twenty three.
0: Oh, that's a wow!
1: Both horror movies. So yeah, he's <coughs> done some other stuff, but those I've are heard I've ones.
0: heard of Severance before. I've I've heard it's good. It's
1: about like some office workers and stuff. Yeah. Hence severance is the name. Uh, Budget was 12 million.
0: That's quite quite estimated.
1: Box office 1.3. Direct to video, Bob. Oh yeah, that's why. Uh, Okay, makes way more sense. Interestingly enough, I was looking at this. I didn't write it down, so I can't tell you the specifics. He got some money by lottery to make this film. Oh. From like the government. Interesting. That's pretty cool. That happens sometimes. Not in this country, because this is a United Kingdom film.
0: Oh, so uk ca- that makes sense yeah. why Liam Hemsworth, Liam Hemsworth is in it.
1: Yeah, apparently the film board in... Uh,
0: Wait, he's from Australia. What am I talking about? Is he? I'm pretty sure the Hemsworth are Australian. Aren't they Australian? I don't know. I don't know. My I problem. could be lying to you, actually.
1: I genuinely don't know. Uh, I've seen some films that are, like, foreign. Um, yeah? Especially, like, UK or UK-like films have, uh, like, lottery pools for their film boards. Basically, to encourage, like, film production from that country.
0: Oh, yeah, that's really cool. I appreciate that because I, I, I mean, I, I said this on the episode that came out that we did with Abby when we watched I I have a large appreciation for foreign film now yeah. that I didn't have before. And I, I really enjoy <clears throat> seeing stuff that isn't made in America because I think it's interesting. It's different. It's different and cool, right. usually.
1: I don't know how common that practice is, but I've seen a couple films just looking through IMDB and stuff where it's like, yeah, this person receive money from the government to make a film my guess is it's like kind of an economy boost thing yeah it's like a grant and it's like hey you make a film that gives money to the film industry mm-hmm. and stuff like that makes sense but yeah uk film the film's also known as avaleva triangle that's the finland name which means ghost ship triangle oh god damn it uh the other interesting one i found was navajostin paranoia And that's the Greek title, uh, roughly translates into Shipwrecked in Insanity. Awesome. So cool. Tagline. You ready? Yeah. Fear comes in waves.
0: That's so cheesy.
1: I like it. I almost included the German title, which was Triangle. Fear comes in waves. (laughs) Just in German.
0: (laughs) That's funny. All right. So fun film facts. Uh, a little interjection, they are, Liam Sedworth is Australian. Oh, is he? I looked it up. Okay.
1: Are the rest of the brothers Australian? I
0: would assume so. I never know.
1: So the film was shot entirely in Queensland, Australia. Oh,
0: that, okay. Cool.
1: Even though the film is set in Miami, Florida. What? <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, okay. both states are known as the Sunshine State in their home country. Oh, um, interesting. A nickname that is apparently, this is a fun fact I looked up, but is apparently visible on one of the roadside. Wow. In the movie. <laughs> it just lines up pretty well. That's pretty cool. Uh, the version of Anchors Away, so a song we can hear mm-hmm. in this uh, film, is performed by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. In December 1944, Glenn Miller's aircraft disappeared over the English Channel in an often considered Bermuda Triangle event.
0: What the fuck? That is Listen. whack.
1: Yeah. Very famous uh brass player back in oh the 40s. Oh my god.
0: Listen, okay. Around the war time.
1: He was going to Paris to do a show, I assume for like uh GIs. Also. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Didn't make it there. His
0: band did. What oh god, that's so whack. They went so whack. a separate fight. Yeah. He took a personal
1: plane probably. Wasn't supposed to. Wild. Gone. That's all I got for uh pre movie stuff, so
0: <sighs> Listen, I can I I think I could maybe handle the ocean. Okay. I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. But the fact that this is also a Bermuda Triangle movie, I don't know if I've ever told you this.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, actual Bermuda Triangle. You know Bermuda Triangle is right off Miami, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: I Okay, so when I was younger, I used to do a lot of research into uh, interesting topics such as uh, Bigfoot, uh, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, I love cryptids. So I, was, I did a lot of cryptid reading when I was in like uh, early middle school, late elementary school. Because like when I went to the library, it was like... You had to take a you're basically required to take a book. So I was like, this book's about Bigfoot. I'm gonna read this. I read a book on the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> this guy looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that hairy as a child, but okay. I don't know. You could have been. <laughs> I'm hairy now, but not back then. I found a book on the Bermuda Triangle. I read it once and went, I'm never stepping foot in that bitch. I'm like uh, irrationally afraid of the Bermuda Triangle. I
1: don't know what the technical reason is for like how many disappearances there are. There is none, I from think what it's I could just tell. A really big area that has like bad storms because of where it is in the tropics. Yeah. And there's, like, a high amount of people going through there, so there's just a high amount of... There are so many...
0: Depending on what disappearance you're looking at in the Bermuda Triangle, there are so many different explanations for what could have caused it. And every single one is completely different. Like, it's such a big area and it's so varying in what could cause these things.
1: I mean, I think it's coincidence and it's one of those things where we notice because we've noticed it. Yeah, and I mean it's like stand out.
0: When you pick up on a pattern, you notice the pattern for the sake of the pattern, not yeah. because it's
1: actually a pattern. It's not a false positive, but it's something like that.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Um with that being
1: said, I think what's interesting about the Bermuda Triangle is the fact that there's there's apparently conditions that make disappearances yeah. of like planes and boats very common. Oh yeah. I think that's interesting. It's like hey, there's this natural area on the globe where there's a high amount of like shipwrecks or down planes. But then there's also the perfect conditions to keep them from being discovered again. Yeah. I think that's it's, all pretty cool. It's fucking
0: scary, man. I'm just hoping, I think I know what's going to happen in this movie. Kind of. Like, I have an idea. Oh, you
1: know what? Tell me right now. What do you think is going to happen in this movie?
0: Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, since I know the concept of the movie, I'm assuming yeah. they're going to roll, be like, we're going on a boating trip. They're going to hit the Bermuda Triangle. They're going to be stuck on a boat because they can't go anywhere because they're living the same day. Okay. Over and over and they're gonna yeah, be see, stuck on the boat.
1: That's the only problem with like a category like this. You know there's gonna be time stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: not necessarily a time loop
0: though. Not a time it might time not be a time stuff. loop. It might be something else. But my only thing is there's a low chance of sea monsters in this movie. And that is all I'm that is what's get, like if we hit sea monster, I'm out. I can't. I will not. I will not entertain I know some
1: good sea monster movies. No. I am so excited for when we do the ocean as a category. No oh! boats.
0: No. Maybe
1: when you choose oceans, I do boats.
0: I uh, see I wouldn't mind boat movies. There are probably some pretty good boat-based movies. Well there's what what's that movie? Ghost ship? Or what's is that the Ghost good ship. one? Yeah, I wouldn't mind stuff like that. That's cool. But my problem All right, is when you choose ocean, I'll choose boats. <sighs> what's the random at that point? Beaches? Beaches. <laughs> That's the triple B. Boats, beaches, Battlestar, Battlestar. Galactica. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. I think I've think I prepared myself mentally enough to go watch this movie. Hey, you ready? That was a really long opening solely
1: because I knew you couldn't do it.
0: I can't, man. I'm freaking out. It okay. Won't, it won't be that bad. Oh, you keep saying that.
1: It, it really won't.
0: <sighs> okay. I'm ready. I, I guess we're going to go watch this movie.
1: All right. We'll see you in a bit.
0: Bye. And. We're back. Hi, everybody. Ooh. We just finished watching Triangle.
1: Yeah. So, uh, initial thoughts before we get into spoilers?
0: <sighs> okay. Not what I expected. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. I liked it. Thought it was a fun movie. Right off the bat, I'm just going to say, I don't think it's scary. No. But it's cool. It's not supposed to be scary. It's it's definitely cool and very sad. <laughs> cool and sad. <laughs> my two descriptors for this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Great recommendation
0: there. I don't know. I don't really... be I don't want to really... Awed and sad at the same time. Yeah, well, I just don't really want to talk about... I don't really have anything I can say without spoiling it, basically. Yeah. Because that, it's really odd, hard though. to not to talk about it and not spoil In it. In fact, I think uh, my description
1: of this movie when we get to the breakdown is going to be uh, very vague. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But I guess... if You guys want to go watch the movie with some time stuff? Yeah, it's cool. Now's the time to watch it. I don't think it was bad. No, I like it, actually. Bob, Bob liked it. Uh, it's It's kind of... Batch bad shit, but... It's kind of bad shit, but it's kind of awesome, But too. it's good. I'm going to stress, a lot of it's kind of the reveal of what's happening. Yeah. So if you, you actually want to, like, really enjoy the movie, I'd recommend watching it without knowing what happens. Yeah,
0: I would definitely watch it Cause cause before we talk about it.
1: Knowing what happens... Ruins it. It doesn't ruin it, it. It's just different. It, like, you yeah. go into the movie and you play the game of, all right, let me look for things, you know? Yeah, that's but fair. The, the story itself is not very enjoyable if you know what happens. Mm-hmm.
0: I do want to I do want to talk about the end of the movie in immense detail no, because we I think that that's so detail. fucking cool. We're
1: just not going to talk about the exact specifics of what happens, yes. but we're just going to give it an overarching. Yeah. But
0: we're going to do that right now, so spoilers last chance, ahead. Go watch it. So spoilers. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do we watch this on? So yeah. they know where to find it. Oh yeah.
1: We we haven't been mentioned that recently. No. Uh this was on Shudder. Yep. Shudder on this one,
0: which is nice because Ooh. at least we didn't have to buy it. Yep. Always great. All right, you ready for spoilers? Yes. Oh right, my let's get to the god, this movie's fucking... I, it was a lot different than I expected. And I think part of that is I really did not expect the extra boat. <laughs> the extra yeah. boat threw me off. So what
1: ends up happening is Jess is the main character. Yes. She's a mom of a kid, Tommy, who has severe autism. Yeah. And she she's going on a cruise and basically like a yacht cruise with uh, yeah. like a friend of hers. And that guy's friends. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and his shipmate.
1: And his... His shipmate. Yeah. Because uh, the the guy, his name's Greg. Yes, Just a really nice dude.
0: He's actually very, I like Greg. Greg is a nice man.
1: Really, really nice guy. Because, like, he invited Jess along. Yeah. Maybe because he's into her, but also maybe because he thought she needed it. It's fair. Um,
0: She looks very stressed. Or
1: Vic, the Greg's shipmate, he was like, yeah, he was just some guy who was living on the docks, <laughs> but, like, I have extra room, so I was like, he can live here. Yeah,
0: he can work on my boat and live on my boat. It's fine.
1: Especially because kid's, like, 18.
0: Yeah. Probably doesn't have anywhere else to be or go. So. Way too young to be homeless. Oh, yeah.
1: But, yeah, they're going on this yacht cruise. Once they're in the middle of the ocean, there's a big storm. Basically, yeah. the wind cuts out of out
0: of nowhere. Yeah, there's and they're on a sailboat, so they can't go anywhere. There's a big
1: storm out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, it rips the sails off. It flips the boat. Capsizes that bitch. Um, one of the people, Heather, <laughs> gets sucked out a port window. She's That's gone. the last time we see her the entire ah, fucking Heather? movie.
0: She dies and disappears in the first, what, 20 minutes of the film?
1: Yeah, maybe five minutes after introduction. Yeah,
0: she's instantly gone. And then
1: everyone else, the boat's flipped over, but it's still floating. Everyone climbs on top of it. So Vic is the shipmate. Greg, the ship's owner. Jess, the main character. And then... Downey and Sally. Downey and Sally. Who
0: are both Greg's friends.
1: Yeah, and they're a couple. And um, they're all on the back of the top of the boat, whatever. Yeah. The upside down boat. And they're sitting there. And then they look to the side and look up. There's a cruise liner coming towards us. Heading straight for you. Called the Aeolus. Uh, the, the sailboat they were on was called Triangle. Oh, that reminds
0: me of something else I want to talk about. God damn it.
1: Um, that's so cool. So that's that's where the movie's name comes from is the sailboat they're on. Yep. But yeah, this Aeolus, this big old cruise liner shows up. They hop on board.
0: Yeah. Because they see someone on the top of the ship like walking around. So like, oh shit, we could be he- saved.
1: Yeah, and basically from this point on, almost all the movie happens. On the boat. On the boat. And they get on, and weird starts stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple minutes on, maybe 10, 20 minutes after they're on the boat, uh, Jess starts encountering people who are bleeding. Yeah, which is odd. And then there's someone shooting at her.
0: Yep. Uh, there's also just random, like, blood spots on the boat.
1: Yeah, things are weird happening. And eventually there's this reveal that, like, once everyone's dead, Jess is sitting, or she's standing on the top, and she sees her friends on the boat. Where they came from. Yep. Where they came from. And apparently the person they saw on the boat. Was Jess. Was Jess. Which is so interesting. And basically, it's kind of revealed Jess is in this time loop on the boat. Yeah, that like every time all her friends die, a new boat shows up
0: with all of her friends and an extra copy of her and on an it. An
1: extra copy of her.
0: So um, basically, her goal—I don't know if this is too spoilery—is to kill everyone and then stop them from getting on the boat.
1: No, her. Well, yes and no. Her goal is to prevent everyone from getting on the boat. Yeah, because she comes to the conclusion that
0: if they don't get on the boat, they won't die. They'll be stuck. But
1: I think it's also like they're stuck on the boat. The only way they get off the boat is to never have gotten on it. Yeah because it's cursed or whatever, and
0: so... They don't really explain why anything in this movie happens. Yeah. Well, they kind of do. Well, yeah, I guess... Bermuda we're... Triangle! Well, also, well, spoiler, mm-hmm. it's in the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's basically all the reason it needs. That's fair. Personally, but the whole thing, though, is her plan is to kill everyone and then very quickly get down to the, uh, there's like a gangway. Like you... the
0: landing bay or whatever. Yeah,
1: it's basically this boat has a pair of stairs to go down to water level. Yeah. Theoretically, the when it pulled up the dock could just walk up those. But mm-hmm. our plan is to kill everyone and then run down there very fast and basically hold them at gunpoint so they never get on the boat.
0: Yep. Essentially uh-huh. saving them from the fate that she is stuck with.
1: But right when Jess starts being the mass killer that's killing everyone, yeah, um, she gets defeated by another Jess and pushed off the side of the boat. Yep. She gets washed ashore, and apparently she gets washed ashore back at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yep, because that's where it opens, so right? She
1: gets back to our house, and we see clips from the beginning of the movie, kind of like the cold open. Yeah, because at the um,
0: beginning of the movie, one of the big things, or the thing that caught, that caught me on it most is when she goes outside because someone rings her doorbell, first of all, they're not there. And her neighbor's outside mowing the grass. And the sprinkler's going off. And when she's running back to her house, the exact same thing is happening. The exact same thing happened. The sprinkler's going off, and some, the, her neighbor's mowing his grass. Uh,
1: but this time it's recontextualized, because we get yes. to see what happens. Just kind of shitty mom.
0: Oh my god, she sucks. Uh, the whole movie, she's talking about how much her son means to her, and how he's her world. Yeah. And like how she's doing this for him, to get back to him. And... Oh my god, she sucks as a then mother. Then we get
1: to see the beginning of the movie again. She slaps the shit out of her kid for like dropping some paint on the ground. Like, yeah, it's... And she's yelling at him because he left the toy outside. Which, uh... This kid is severely autistic. I will get... I get being frustrated.
0: That is fair.
1: And I get being stressed out, but the way she treats her kid... Is not, not okay.
0: good. No. So, you know. Horrific, he's, he's actually. A special
1: needs kid. You, you can't... <sighs> it's not good behavior.
0: No, absolutely not. And I...
1: Like I, I again, I get I get how hard that can be, but it's also just not a good way of handling it. Not like, at all. <laughs> basically, are the Jess we've been following. Yep. Which I'm going to call, let's call her Alpha Jess.
0: Sure. Alpha okay. Jess goes into the shed,
1: grabs a hammer and
0: murders the Jess in this timeline. The
1: Jess in this timeline, which we're going to call Theta jet. Theta? Yeah.
0: Okay. Random Greek number.
1: She murders Theta Jet.
0: Essentially replacing her in this timeline.
1: Puts her in a duffel bag. Shoves
0: her in her trunk. Throws
1: her in the trunk, which is another opening scene we do see.
0: Yeah. I, and I and um. before, the thing is, so it this completely recontextualizes the way the movie opens, because it made absolutely no fucking sense to me. Why, and I caught it at the beginning of the movie, I didn't understand why it was weird. Her son, Tommy, spills blue paint. She has to clean it up. She's wearing a a dress with flower prints on it. When you see it the first time, you see her clean it up, you see her go into her room, and you see her come out in different clothes with the the dress with the blue paint on it in the bag. And I was like, we didn't see her change. That was about 10 seconds. There's no way she got out of those clothes, put them in that duffel bag, and then, like, skedaddled. a
1: jump in time.
0: There, it's not, there isn't a jump in time there. Because... What happened is she killed the other Jess, took the dress and put it in her bag to try and hide it, and put her that Jess in like the duffel bag with everything over top of it. And that's why she's wearing different clothes when she comes out of the room. And I questioned it the first time we saw it.
1: Well, no, the Jess, at the beginnings, wearing um, Theta Jess is still wearing the dress. She never takes it off of her.
0: Then where does the dress? Would, then where does that come from in the bag?
1: I think it's just a different dress.
0: But it has the blue paint on it. Did it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, because that's the whole point. Is when she's scrambling around through the bag, you see the. The dre- the part of the dress that has blue blade on, she shoves it to the side and shoves it in. Oh, maybe it was. But that's why she has different clothes on about ten seconds later in the in the beginning of the movie. And I questioned it, but I was like, nah, whatever. It's just some weird time thing. Like it's just a weird like continuity thing that didn't really matter. But it makes total sense once you see the beginning of the movie again from the perspective of Alpha Jess.
1: Are you sure it was the blue dress in the bag? I'm almost positive. Because I thought, I think Theta Jess was still wearing it. Either that she changed her into it. Similar dress, or I guess Theta Jess might have changed already. Maybe I have no idea. Just I just dress. I just noticed that. Actually, that might make sense. She might have just changed to a similar dress. Yeah. Anyways, um, Theta Jess is in a bag. They throw in the trunk. Yeah. And Alpha Jess starts driving down the street with her kid. Yep. And she's kind of talking to her kid, not paying attention.
0: Yeah. And a bird hits the window. Spider's blood all over. Dead her. burb. Dead bird.
1: Dead burb. And her kid's freaking out because dead burb. Yeah, and so just gets out of the car. Yeah, you know, she pulls over, gets out of the car, grabs dead burb,
0: and she's like, "I'm gonna go bury it because she feels like that'll make him calm down. Like yeah. it'll it'll put him at ease with the situation that has just occurred."
1: So she takes it, she walks to the side, because they in Florida, there's a lot of ocean. Yeah. They, she walks to the side of this parking lot, which just happens to be like sand, and mm-hmm. then the ocean. And she tears down, because there's a pile of dead burbs.
0: Meaning that this has happened a couple of times now.
1: And we know that because uh, in the time loops on the boat... Everything stays, basically. Everything stays. So bodies build up. Bodies build unless up. Unless someone gets rid of them, which yeah. we learned that Alpha Jess was doing. Yeah. Uh, but basically, she throws the dead
0: burb on the, the pile on of corpses. On the pile of dead
1: burbs. She gets back in the car.
0: <laughs> Tommy is not over it.
1: Tom. Well, Tommy is over the, the bird dying. He's now freaking out because there's blood on the window. Yeah. And she tries to windshield wipe it off. Yeah. Uh, she's not paying attention to the road. She swerves in front of a semi. It's it hits a cool, the car.
0: Cool it's car stunt. Cool
1: car stunt. It flips the car everywhere. And then there's a cut. Mm-hmm. And then when the cut ends, you realize there's Theta Jess on the road. Yep. But there's Tommy on the road. Yes. And then we see Alpha Jess standing looking at the crash. Mm-hmm. And like a cab driver comes up to her and like, offers her a ride.
0: He asked where and she says the marina.
1: So, and then Alpha just drives back to the marina. And then we see the beginning of the movie again. again. Or In at ex- least her arriving at the marina again.
0: Yeah. Because she
1: was acting weird when we see her arrive yeah, at the marina. Yeah, and we don't really know why. Because we were following Greg the first time, and now we're following her. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. the movie. We left out a lot of what happened. We left out a lot
0: of the middle because it's the re- it's the reveal of what is going it's on. It's the
1: reveal. I mean, obviously, you kind of already know now that there's a time loop. Yeah. And we're going to break it down a lot more when we get to discussing it, but that's the breakdown. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about, or do you want me to just bring up talking notes?
0: I want to talk specifically about the end of the movie. Yes, but I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to talk about before we get there because there's some cool stuff. I, I will say the I talked about about this. The movie is very pretty. Mm-hmm. It's set on the ocean, of course, well, I'm which helps. Say
1: this. Ocean shots just look pretty, and they're
0: just pretty. But there's a lot of really, really good shots of people being lit by the sun and like with good li- good backlighting and stuff. I I think while this movie is not scary, it's a very atmospheric movie. Like you can feel it when they first get on the boat. It feels very empty and it feels very creepy in a way that. I'm not really used to, I guess. It feels very hollow, which is very an interesting thing to feel in a movie that wasn't really that scary.
1: Yeah. I think that works. Yeah, no, it works. The, it's, it's cool. It's the emptiness of the Aeolus, which is the name of the yeah. cruiser.
0: Did you see that motherfucking, that drum at the end of the movie?
1: Yeah. So what Bob's talking about is- So cool. On the boat, during a certain section, we hear a record player going. Yeah. And it's playing uh, the song I mentioned in- The first half of this podcast uh, anchors away. Yeah. Uh, But when she pulls over to bury the (laughs) dead we see a marching band playing in the kind of like the field next to her. Yeah. And it's like a kid's marching band, maybe. Probably high school. High school. I guess it's high school. Probably high school. Very bad at telling how old kids are, though. But we see one of the kids from the marching band looking at the car crash afterwards. And he's kind of sitting on the ground being like, what the fuck? And he's dropped his drum. And his drum has uh, an A and an O symbol. Yeah, which is the same symbol on As on the boat. Well, it's the symbol we see on the drums and stuff in the boat's band room. Yeah, like when they're exploring it, it's the A O L A symbol. Interesting
0: little teaser. But what were you gonna say? I don't know if I I don't want to skip right to the end of the movie, but it's my favorite part. Okay, talk about whatever you want. Okay,
1: you talk about what you need, and then I have notes to talk about. We'll get to those.
0: So okay, cool, cool, cool. Just do you. So we get to the end of the movie. Uh-huh. And after the car crash, this is something that I picked up on that I think is so fucking cool. Because, like, in most mythologies and or religions, there is some sort of transport to or from the the place of the dead. Yes. I, you cannot tell me I'm wrong on this, because I believe this 100%, and I think I'm right. That cab driver at the end is definitely just taking her to the other side, right? Maybe. Because the lighting gets real low, and he's like, you can't save the boy. Like, you can't. Like, Tommy's dead, basically. And he's like, do you need a ride? And she says, yes, the marina. She's just experiencing purgatory. That is what is happening to her. She is dead. Sort of. She is experiencing a permanent loop of absolute hellish-like proportions. That's, yeah, kind of. I mean, that's my interpretation of it is she died probably in that original car crash, and she's reliving that moment, and then it's making her relive a horrific, horrific experience over and over. Yeah. Whatever, Whatever it is, whether you think that be God or, you know, some other sort of divine punishment. Yeah.
1: So, do you want me to talk about that? Yes, because but I think that, it's that so cool. That was one of my
0: talks. Yeah, I assumed so, because that's... I mean, it's pretty obvious, but it's so interesting. So... Because you don't get you don't get any hints about it until the end of the movie. I, I think you're right. The driver is... A symbolism for something like Charon or... not an
1: actual driver. He's probably Charon, which yeah. is uh, the ferryman in Greek mythology. Yeah. That takes you down the river stick. Oh, for I, got, I have some more Greek things to talk about in a minute. And it can be assumed that probably Jess died in the original car accident. Yes. That is my that's assumption. That's kind of what we see there mm-hmm. is her dying in the original car accident. And that's why, like, when it cuts to her standing over the accident, things get darker. Yeah. And theoretically, you know, the driver's supposed to take her to the afterlife. But she chose, like, she makes the choice not to go, essentially. Mm. That's, that's essentially Interesting. What I didn't think about that. Jess goes, because the driver tells her, hey, you can't do anything for him. Mm. It's too late. Her kid, I mean. Yeah. Right? Which, I don't know if Tommy's dead. Like I don't know more. either. He might be. But there was a bunch of people over him. Yeah. And no one over. uh, Over Jess's. Over dead Jess. Yeah. Theta Jess. So Tommy might be alive. But anyways, the driver tells her, "Hey, there's nothing you can do for him. Where do you want me to take you?" Yeah. And she chooses to go to Marina. See, I don't Marina. Hmm. And what that can be seen as is her trying to fight death, right?
0: Ah, that's what I was gonna talk about.
1: And this story is supposed to be inspired by the idea of a Sisyphean task. Yeah, that's what I, I, you know I was going to talk Sisyphean about in a minute. Is, yeah,
0: Bob? damn, stole my points.
1: I know. I, re- I already had these points. These are my points. I know, but they're um, cool. I like them. But a Sisyphean task is essentially like an impossible task, and it comes from the story of Sisyphus. Yeah. Uh, basically, he was a king uh, in Greek mythology, and he essentially cheated death. Yeah. And so his punishment, when he eventually died, is that he would have to push a boulder up a hill and every time he gets to the top the boulder rolls back down and crushes him yep and he has to do it over and over and over again and so that's kind of what happens in this story obviously yeah Uh, we watch basically alpha jess get on the boat do all the things and then arrive at this car accident Mm -hmm. get in the cab and then do it again
0: because she doesn't she's unwilling to accept her own demise i guess
1: well i think it's she's given the sisyphean test because she does not accept death right yeah, because she's attempting to cheat it. There's this off chance that every time she goes back, she gets back to Tommy and she can do things different. Yeah. I think that's that lines up. Yeah, I think it does, too. Totally
0: uh, totally matches everything we saw in the movie.
1: In a similar state, though, the Aeolus, the cruise liner, mm-hmm. can also be seen as a form of purgatory. That's what I like, was thinking, She's not yeah. allowed to go to, you know, whatever afterlife. She's stuck in this limbo. Yeah.
0: Um, that's the way I interpreted it the first time. Also, so. uh
1: thing with the ferryman, because he says he's just a driver. Yeah. I think he's definitely Karen. That's I mean yeah that that is ruling. absolutely Since 100% There's so many references to Greek That was the first here. thing
0: I thought as soon as I saw him. Uh,
1: and besides the color palette shifts which are like very indicative.
0: Yeah, and also like it it emphasizes the fact that he's a cab driver, which is someone who in in a modern take would be considered like a ferryman of sorts. The thing that I guess, why I'm bringing it back to him, do you know the
1: moment where she decides to, like, not accept her fate?
0: No, I, I didn't really catch it. So, she has to be driven to the pier. Yeah. it's fine.
1: They stop. She gets out, mm-hmm. and he says, I'm going to leave the meter running. Oh, yeah. Are you coming back?
0: And she says, I promise.
1: And she says, I promise. She lies. I think that's, them. also, the meter running thing is, like... Uh, a reference, I think, to uh, the fact that you have to pay the ferryman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. why so they used to put gold coins over your eyes when you died. They put coins, I don't think. Well, that. yeah, well, coins.
1: Yep. So that's that. Do you have any other?
0: That was the big one. Okay. Do you have anything else? Yeah. One, one other thing. So... I don't know if this is really a spoiler, but throughout the movie, like the first time we go through the ship, it's it's shot completely from the perspective of Alpha Jess. The Jess that we start with. Yeah, it's, it's from, from the perspective. Jess, you get everything from whatever she is seeing. After the first death or whatever, you know, the first loop. Yeah. It's then shot from a different perspective that shows the angles where... Because throughout when they're exploring the ship the well, first time, you'll see people moving around, yeah, in the background or in mirrors and things, and you don't really know who it is or what's going on. And the second time around, it shows you those same shots, but from the angle of the Jess that's standing in those positions. So it, but well, it always it's
1: still from Alpha Jess' perspective. Yeah, but it's yeah. just she's somewhere else on the ship now.
0: But it totally matches up with where they were seeing people walk around the first time yeah. through, and it's so fucking cool.
1: That's how everything on the ship lines
0: up. It's, yeah, it's so has rad. Happened
1: because it's happened.
0: It's and it's so well done because it's so detailed. Like, it all makes sense once you lock it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there was stuff at the beginning where, how does that happen? That doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, oh, now that makes sense now because it's this Jess doing this while this Jess is doing that. It's just very confusing at first, but once you get it, it's fun yeah, and interesting and so. cool. I don't know. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Nothing else? I don't think so. Okay.
1: So I'm going to start my talk. Sure. We'll get it. But uh, first one. So sailboat, we've established this name, Trying, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas the cruise liner is named Aeolus. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to note that Aeolus is very significantly... Well, a they mentioned in the movie that the father of Sisyphus. Yeah. That's not why I think they used the name Aeolus in here. Interesting. Otherwise, they would have called the boat like Sisyphus or mm. something. Not as cool sounding. Not as cool. But if they want to make the Sisyphus reference, they would have just called the boat Sisyphus. Yeah. I think the reason they named the boat Aeolus is because in Greek mythology there's three Aeoluses and oh, they're God. often
0: confused as one person. Ah. Um. Oh, and there's. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Laughing? That's good. That's a good. That's funny. Okay. No, no, like that's a that's a that's interesting. There are three Jesses, buddy. Well, yeah, there is. That's the point, and they're always getting them confused. Well, there's three Jesses, and then there's well, I thought the real reason
1: I think is it's to line up with the boat. So the boat's name's Triangle. Yeah. And then obviously. Oh, three points. Aeolus. Three Jesses. Three Jesses. The boat's name Triangle, and then Aeolus, which is just basically another fancy way of saying Triangle.
0: And it took her three loops.
1: So yeah. And that's the thing on the ship. There's three loops going on. There's her first time on the boat, her second time watching it happen, and then her her third time being the aggressor. Yep. Um, And there's three Jesses. Alpha Jess, the one we follow the whole time, and the one we see going through the loops over and over again. Yeah. Theta Jess, the one who gets murked in the house.
0: And then the Jess that... Then there's Omega Jess. The one that throws her off the boat and stays, I assume. No. Oh.
1: Omega Jess... There's only two Jesses on the boat. Yeah. There's Alpha Jess, who is the Jess we follow, right? Yeah. She's also the Jess that gets thrown off the boat Yeah. Uh, the first time around. Then there's Omega Jess. That's the, the bad Jess. Yeah. That's the Jess that murders herself with an axe. Yeah. That's also the Jess that Alpha Jess holds up with the gun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha, Theta, and Omega. Huh. Wow.
0: So I yeah, didn't
1: connect all those threes. That was good. Um, there's threes. Uh, if you watch the, the intro credits again, all the names, and even the name of the movie split oh, into split three. Oh, it's split into three. God yeah. damn. There's a
0: bunch of three references throughout the movie. Huh, that's so, really cool. Fun.
1: Three gestes, three timelines.
0: Listen, I'm a little slut for details, man. I love when movies are super detailed like all this. All the
1: boats are named Triangle, essentially. Yeah. Everything's named after three.
0: I wonder if there's any significance to th- Like, I know the number three has some sort of numerical significance, but I don't know off the top of my head. Like, I know seven is like God's number or whatever. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Well, there's... There's different significance for numbers in different cultures. Yeah, that's what
0: I mean. Like, I don't know which one they were going for here.
1: So, seven means something in some areas. that Yeah. It means
0: something in diff- other areas.
1: For three, though, I think it was just, like, there's three times you go around on the cycle on the boat. So Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, it just matches up. It's it's very neatly packaged. Mm-hmm. I liked
1: it. I got to say, though, the the fact that there's only three Jesses, very confusing on the boat. Oh, very. I had to walk through it a couple times in my brain because, like, it seems like there's three, but there's only two Jesses on the boat. Yeah. And, at, yeah. Um, Because Jess number two, Omega Jess, kills herself. Yeah. When that's in the third timeline,
0: Mm -hmm. it's messy, but you know, it's not that hard to follow. It's messy in a way that makes sense. Yeah, it's messy in a way that it has to be to make it make sense. You know what I mean? So
1: that's kind of the three thing. Yeah. The other symbolism we see a lot. No clue what it means.
0: (laughs) Seagulls. (laughs) Yeah, me there fucking too. There seagulls
1: everywhere. I have
0: no idea what that means. I don't know what oh. the director was going for or what the writer was going for, but there are seagulls everywhere. There's a seagull painting in the house. There's a seagull that... Oh! I think... Oh, I just put it together. What? Do you think you got it? Huh? Do you think you got it? Go. I do think I got it. Go. Uh, So, very importantly, a seagull follows Jess's car.
1: Yeah, when they're driving. When they're driving right the before the
0: car crash. Importantly, Greg mentions when they get on the boat, oh, it thinks we're a fishing boat. It's going to go hungry. The reason there are so many seagulls that follow them around is because seagulls are attracted to dead bodies. The only time we see seagulls are when they're headed towards dead bodies. All the bodies on the boat, because we see a bunch of sallies on the top of the boat being eaten by seagulls. When the seagull follows them in the car, there's a dead body in the trunk. Fair. Uh there are other seagulls there's a seagull painting in the house where Jess murders herself fair i think the seagull is just symbolizing their f- it's following the food the corpse trail
1: oh you want to get deeper than that sure cuz i think you're onto something there okay rather than saying it's following the corpse like trail um you know how in like a lot of things like ravens and crows are symbols of like death death yeah that's exactly what the i'm talking about the seagulls just death the seagulls death it's because just maritime death it's not it's not looking for dead bodies it's following jess Who's dead. Oh. It's like the silent observer.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just death. That's actually, that's cool. Huh.
1: It could be Karen, because the only time we don't see a seagull is when he's on screen.
0: Yeah, that's true. It could also be, uh, that doesn't make sense. Never mind. I, I just had a brain fart. And probably, maybe, potentially, the reason why
1: we see the seagull and it's stuck in her mind is because she might have actually killed a seagull before she got in that car accident. And she might just be, yeah, it, might, it might just, just
0: be, be a kind of subconscious thing. Yeah.
1: Or it's just plaguing her. Mm-hmm. Kind of as like a oh an apparition. no you
0: know you know what it could be if she's dead she's a, g- a ghost yeah she hit a seagull and killed it that go that seagull's probably pissed there's a bunch of them yeah well I'm talking about one specific because I mean I know a lot of the time you see one unless it's, oh yeah it's
1: mostly just one
0: it's mostly just one unless you're looking at like the sallies where there were a fuck ton or like the corpses on the ground where yeah. she tossed it over the pier
1: Uh yeah I'm gonna go with it's just the embodiment of death in this movie yeah it makes sense totally makes that, sense that would be mine. Just the embodiment. It also makes
0: sense because, like, how would uh, this is? I'm getting kind of esoteric, I guess. But how would Death know that she needs to be picked up? He's watching the whole time. He's he is the seagull. Yeah, makes sense. That's fucking rad. I I had a lot more to say about this movie than I thought I was going to before we watched it.
1: If it's Death as like an esoteric entity, doesn't have to be one seagull. It could be all the seagulls. Yeah, exactly, including the one that fucking dies. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, fun to work that out. That was cool. Death's present everywhere. It's omnipotent Death.
0: Yeah, whatever. We're all dying eventually. All right. Next thing. There are multiple
1: references to The Shining. Are there? Movie. I didn't catch that. Um, oh, the axe. It's the axe, yes. The that's axe is is big not one. the one I'm talking about. Oh. It's very much one specific reference. Uh, 237. Oh. The room with the mirrors. room 237. I think her house is like house number 237. Didn't uh, notice that. That's the room in The Shining where a bunch of stuff happens.
0: Oh, okay. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool.
1: Uh, very specifically, Shining,
0: the movie, the Kubrick movie, not the book. Oh, yeah. The book, It's Room, 217. Oh, why'd they change that? Do you know? Uh, Kubrick. Okay, just Kubrick uh, being Kubrick.
1: Yeah, do you know anything about The Shining? Have you seen it?
0: I've never seen it. I haven't read it either, either.
1: Very historically, it's a very, very, very bad adaptation. Really? Real bad. Huh.
0: Is it a good movie?
1: Yeah. Not everyone's I, cup of tea. I know people like it. It's a, Some people like it, some people don't. And mm. I, I can get why you don't. It can be kind of slow. Um,
0: Like most Kubrick films. Yeah.
1: But it's a very bad adaptation. Like, very famously, Stephen King hates it because really? he's like, this is, a, like, the worst because it's such a bad adaptation and he's mm. kind of, like, upset. Yeah. I'll, but it, obviously the movie's done so well, no one's going to remake it. So basically this book that he's very proud of. I might read The Shining. I don't didn't know. Didn't get adapted well. I've been thinking
0: about picking up some new um, books to read. Maybe some horror stuff now that we're doing the this, this show.
1: You know, here's a hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is fun information for anyone who listens to the main board. I One of the movies we're going to review on the board has a book that I've, I've read.
0: Have you finished it? Yes. Oh, nice. So when we get to um, it, we can just talk about it. That's awesome. But you could read
1: that book whenever we get to that board
0: spot. I could read that whenever we get to it. I'm late. I mean, I finished. I haven't started Invincible Compendium 3 because I I don't want it to end, so I'm not going to start it yet. There. So...
1: But yeah, there's tons of references to The Shining. That's real cool. Which I take probably cuz there's some inspiration there. Maybe the I wouldn't know. Uh but also cuz like all right, slight spoilers for The Shining, right? Sure. Uh, there's this idea of basically in the movie The Shining, there's some reference to to like a haunted area, mm-hmm. and also like some ideas of not necessarily like time loops, but like
0: weird time shenanigans, kinda. Okay. Also the axe.
1: You know, that was the slightly. big one.
0: I mean, because the only part of The Shining that I've seen is when he breaks through the door, with the axe. That's the famous scene. Who who is that actor?
1: Oh, um, super famous. Is it Jack um, Nicholson? Yeah, it's Jack Nicholson.
0: Jack Nicholson, I thought so. I had to think about it for a second, because his face is very uh, iconic in that scene, coming oh. through the door.
1: Shelley Duvall's also in that, and she is amazing. Really? Mostly because... I'm not going to tell you that now.
0: Okay. I mean, we'll probably <laughs> we'll watch it. We'll save it for whenever we do that movie. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, we, when we do Stephen King, we might watch fucking The Shining, I don't Put know. It. I know there are other ones you want to watch, probably. It's
1: going to be such a hard category to do.
0: Well, because of the choice, right? Like... Yeah, there's so many
1: choices. Yeah, it'll be cool though. I and I'm A lot Stephen of the King adaptations fan. aren't good adaptation, but yeah. are sometimes good movies. So next thing, we talked about the Sisyphean task. Yeah. So you know, Greek mythology throughout this. Yeah, it was cool. Um, interesting choice, definitely. So, Alpha Jess is the one we follow through the whole movie, right? Yeah. And it's even found out that she's the one... Basically, she's done this over and over and over oh, and a over Oh, a metric again. fuck ton um, of times. In fact, this is hinted at because in some scenes during her second time loop through the boat, there's like a little jump cut uh, where we'll see her do almost the same thing.
0: Yeah, and then she'll do it slightly differently.
1: But just for half a second. So, it, yep. it feels like the, the video... S- Skips almost. Yeah, I think that was her flashing back to when she did it previous. Mmm, interesting. Very distinctly. Jess doesn't remember. No, she doesn't remember. And so I think during those scenes, it's kind of the movie's way of showing that she's done this before and she's kind of remembering it. Yeah. Um, I think the big hint at this is when she is in the locker room, mm-hmm. uh, she has a freak out. And I, th- I forget on what you said exactly when we were watching the movie, but you're like, she's going bonanzas.
0: No, I said she's McFucking losing yeah, it. Yeah, that's
1: what it was. You said she's
0: McFucking losing
1: it uh, because the scene cuts and she's in a bunch of different places like freaking out. Yeah. I think that was the s- it telling us because those were like different timelines. She's done this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, that makes total sense now that I think about um, it. But yeah, she, she's done
1: this a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of times. Uh, we can oh, yeah. tell from, for instance, she writes, uh, you have to kill
0: everyone on the ship. Yeah, don't let them board um, um, on some pieces of paper that are all over the ground. And there was like 30, 40 pieces of paper or something.
1: Yeah. And she's going to keep doing it. But thing to note is... Every time she doesn't remember. Mm -hmm. Can you determine when she loses her memories? Because I think I know when she lost her memories. Because she knows knows when she meets up with Greg, when she's boarding the yacht. Yeah, because she
0: she apologizes, and he literally says you have nothing to apologize for. Yeah,
1: although when you first watch the movie, you think it's because she's acting weird.
0: Yeah, well, you think it's because there's some, like... She's had a hard time with her It's implied that she's had a hard time with Tommy, but also that her and Greg have history, and that she could be apologizing for something that happened in the past. Yeah. So, which in this case, I guess she is. Yeah. When do you think she lost her memory? Oh God. I think
1: it's pretty heavily implied. Oh, when she takes a nap. Yeah, when she takes a nap. That makes total. Yeah. She gets on the it's, boat. Yeah. She falls asleep for. I assume the first time. Um, since she's been since the loop. Since the that's a long ass time. Yeah. Probably only a couple hours. But yeah, she takes a nap. She has this bad dream. Uh, of waking think up. It's a bad dream. It's her waking up on the beach. Yep. Washed ashore, and she wakes up like startled. Yeah. And Heather, who was there, asked her, hey, what's wrong? And she says, I had a bad dream. Heather's she asked, like, what's it about? And she's like, I don't remember. I think Whack. that's what it was. Her bad dream was everything that happened.
0: Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. since we're bringing up Heather, I, I oh. Heather just disappears, right? Heather fucking dies in the first 10 minutes of this movie, and then okay. you never see her again.
1: Here's a fun theory. What's up? Assuming the, the boat accident actually happened, mm-hmm. I bet Heather lived. We don't see her die. She just gets sucked out of the boat with her life vest on. Yeah. She, So she's probably fine. Off somewhere else while everyone else is stuck in this fucking time
0: loop. Getting murdered by
1: their so friends. she might be okay.
0: She might be the only one that isn't absolutely screwed. Because I'm going to be honest,
1: I don't know. So assuming there's this whole purgatory and time loop thing, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where, like, Greg and Sally and Vic and what was his name? Downey. Downey. Fit into everything. Are they people also stuck in their own kind of purgatory? Or are they just kind of apparitions?
0: Or are they just, yeah, I mean, I, my my initial thought is, no, this is just whatever is happening to Jess is creating them. Yeah. To make her feel pain. Maybe. To make her task more difficult, right? But also, then then it comes to, well, if she dies in the car crash in the original timeline, she never gets on that boat in real life. Yeah. Therefore, they do not die. This is all just part of whatever's happening well, they to They would have
1: still potentially died. Because they would have gone on that sailing trip.
0: I think post-boat tip, they may be real. Not real. They may be similar to the gull that she hit and have become a part of the reality in which she is in. Maybe. And this is part of their punishment for something. Yeah, well, so... That's... Because I don't really... Like, we never really get the inclination that Jess is a bad person. No. Until the end of the movie.
1: And even then, she's not, like, a horrible person. She's just not... Sucks.
0: Not a good mom.
1: She's definitely shown not handling being a Very family. well. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just something interesting to think because, you know, if we assume all the other people on the boat are dead people. Kind yeah. of also in their own purgatory. I think there's this implication that one of them doesn't end up on the boat. She doesn't end up in purgatory. Yeah. That's Heather.
0: Yeah, you're right. Which, to me,
1: tells me she probably lived. Yeah. Whatever accident killed, you know, these guys. Yeah, Could have been a boat accident. Or she,
0: didn't, or she did, if we're saying, you know, heaven, hell, purgatory, she went either direction.
1: Yeah, well, I guess the idea I'm getting at, and, you know, I'm trying to figure it out as I go here. Fair. Maybe these other guys, they died in a boating accident in yeah, a storm, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they might not be actually in purgatory. This might be, like, shadows of themselves mm-hmm. that were getting to watch play out here in Jess's own purgatory sure and so when Heather disappears from them she she actually fell off the boat but she lives through whatever Mm -hmm. this event is that's why she's not in the the in the loop which
0: makes sense so yeah just
1: thought I should bring that up because it's definitely interesting the fact that Heather disappears doesn't make sense
0: it also makes her as a character not matter at fucking all yeah, because the she literally has a couple lines on the boat, some lines with Greg. It creates some weird tension that doesn't really need to be there. I guess she adds character development to Sally as a person. Well, the way and I, gives you some insight into what she's like. But the way
1: I see Heather's character, she only exists so that when Jess drops her keys on the boat, they think there could be potentially someone else on the boat.
0: Th- that is, I guess, that is a way to yeah. That's I guess the really that's a way the to only thing I see. playing that away, being,
1: but that could have been literally the supposed crew. Of the boat, you know? Yeah, but how
0: would they have gotten her keys? Or yeah. how, Jess's keys, know, right?
1: But, I don't know, there's there's not really a reason for Heather to exist.
0: No, I mean, honestly, they could have left her completely out, and it would have been fine.
1: And so, you know, it could have just been as an easy explanation for the keys. Yeah. Or I could be like, let me give the the movie credit and say it's something to do with the more esoteric element.
0: I, I would hope that they wouldn't just write in a character for that one reason.
1: I, I want to say... I want to read it as it's something to do with the esoteric elements just yeah. because everything else is written so closely mm-hmm.
0: so and everything that I mean I guess this is you know we've talked about this before if a movie does something it does it for an explicit reason right yeah it is it is on it has purpose and i think But I mean, the whole keys thing could be the purpose. The whole keys thing could be the purpose that feels too small. But it feels small. To create a whole character, right? Yeah. Because everything else is so immaculately detailed and everything is so on purpose and Well thought out. Well thought out that that being there just for those keys makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. So I, I, I happen to agree with you that I think it has something to do with either A, it's showing that this is purgatory because Heather survived. Yeah. Or B, she ended up in heaven, hell or some other place. Right? Yeah.
1: There's something different about her, I guess is what I'm trying to yeah. say.
0: Yeah. And also, like, the way that she is removed is, like, she just gets sucked out of a porthole in the ship, and it's just gone.
1: It's very, like, not clear about her fate. Yes. And it's also very weird. I don't know if you know, so basically the, the boat was filling with water. Yeah. And so she was drowning and trying, like being separated from everyone. Mm-hmm. And then the boat flips and she somehow gets sucked out.
0: Yeah, I I don't it know. It was odd. It was odd. Almost like divine intervention.
1: Yeah, it was just very, very odd. So the film said in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. And that allows for the implication that the Aeolus is just another ship lost there. Yeah. Um, probably sometime in the 1940s.
0: Oh, based on the decor in the ship, for sure.
1: Well, so the boat's from 1932. They say that.
0: Yeah, that's when it was first uh, set sail.
1: Right, and it has to be sometimes after 1944. Because so. that's
0: when that song came out, and they well, have re- vinyls of it on the ship. I don't know when that song
1: came out, but it, it came out before 1944. I, I can tell you that, you know? Yeah. Because that guy died in 1944.
0: Uh, allegedly. He
1: died in 1944.
0: <laughs> and His plane disappeared with him on it in 1944.
1: He died in 1944. <laughs> Let's be honest. He died in 1944. Who's very famous and uh, no problems with being alive. <laughs> um, yeah. So sometimes between 1930 and 1944, I don't know when that song came out. Yeah. Um, but basically they have a an old record player, you know, the wind-up type
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's playing that song. So I think that's just an interesting point. It's that ship been floating around.
0: In the Bermuda Triangle. And
1: it looks good. Uh, it was pumping smoke still. So yeah. So like, there was still coal in it. The decor looks good.
0: Yeah. The only thing weird about it is the piles of bodies from the time loop.
1: <laughs> yeah. The only thing weird about that boat is the time loop stuff. Yeah. Also the food. The food sometimes switches.
0: Between good and bad. Yeah. Which is, I guess, showing the time dilation.
1: Yeah, I think it also switched It switched when Omega Jess or Bad Jess was...
0: Entered the room, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing her stuff.
0: Yeah, oh, wow, that's so weird to think about. Because, like, the food didn't change until Omega Jess showed up, right? Yeah, the second time through. Because time has passed for that Jess. But yeah. when you get it from the perspective of the other Jess, it's fresh to her, so it's new.
1: That's interesting. Well, it's it's still rotting for Omega Jess. Just the third time, it's back to fresh.
0: Mm. Yeah, because Downey takes a banana every time. Huh. Interesting.
1: So, kind of a fun thing. The cruise ship, kind of on the purgatory point, right? Sure. Is that it seems to be teaching Jess the lesson of like what's important in life. Yeah. It seems to be on the cruise ship that she realizes, hey, my kid's important. Yeah, and I shouldn't hit him. Kind yeah. of a shithead. However, I think it's kind of important to note that there's, like, an even more poignant lesson learned of that she just can't change anything. Mm, interesting. Like, she gets, she gets to the end of the loop. Mm-hmm. She gets in her car. She's driving with her kid, and her kid dies. So, assuming that, like, original timeline, she died in this car accident.
0: Yeah. The whole point of the boat. Doesn't
1: matter. Is it's purgatory that's teaching her that, hey, yeah, you should have been a better mom, but also you can't change anything, so stop trying to change everything. Mm. And she keeps getting the lesson, and she keeps going. But I'm gonna try
0: again. Damn, that's good. It's that's kinda a, why, that's like, interesting.
1: It's uh, like purgatory in like Abrahamic, <laughs> primarily like Christian theology. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, it's a place usually where like uh you you didn't do any, you didn't do bad stuff enough to go to hell. Yeah. But you didn't do enough good to get into heaven, which, from what we see of Jess, I guess would be a rough,
0: a rough thing. estimation. Yeah,
1: she wasn't like horrible. We could take this as a bad day, but not great, not very good. Yeah. Um. So it's like punishment, and it's punishment until you earn the right to go to heaven. Yeah. Which um, she's
0: refusing to do.
1: But then in some versions, it's also like limbo. It's kind yeah. Of the more the ghost. That, that's what I the limbo pick you from go it, yeah. where you like have to stay until you learn your lesson and move on. Yeah. So I think it's both, right? I think she's I, I, getting I would punishment. Agree. Like, she's attacked in a bunch of stits. She's She has to go through all these fearful things. Mm-hmm. But she's also forced to learn a lesson. And she keeps not learning the big lesson, and so she keeps doing it over and over again. <laughs>
0: when will you learn that your actions have consequences? <laughs> 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 That's all I can think about right now. Oh, um, my God. Uh, and then I think, like, the last thing I got uh-huh.
1: is Omega Jess. Okay. Bad Jess. Which I call her Bad Jess just because she's much more violent. Oh yeah, she's angry. (laughs) Um, it's really bad. I think it has to do with the moment that Omega just sees her own self and gets held up at gunpoint. Oh, when
0: she's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, when she's holding. Yeah, yeah.
1: Alpha Jess on her second run through holds up. Omega Jess at mm-hmm. gunpoint. That's really that's the big divergent point. Yeah, it is really. But I think that causes Omega Jess to kill the Jess that's coming after her. Yeah, which we know is Omega Jess later on because that Jess doesn't have her mask on.
0: Yeah, she refuses to put it on.
1: Well, no, she takes it off the trick. Sally. Oh yeah, Sally and, and Downey. Um, Downey
0: D- stab them later, and so that causes first
1: run Omega Jess to kill her third run self. Yeah, and sets up. You know, bad Omega Jess. But I think what's important to note is at some point during her third run, Omega Jess gets clipped by oh. Sally with the shotgun. Yeah. Right on the, the temple here. And she gets blood running down her face.
0: Well oh, she no, Jess shoots herself with the shotgun. Sally doesn't shoot her. No, Sally shoot. Sally never has the gun, man. Sally does have the gun.
1: No, Dwayne has the gun. Downey has the gun. Downey, whatever fuck his name is, and also Downey's not the one. His name's Dwayne now.
0: No, Downey is the one that shot her. It was her. She shot herself to keep them from getting shot in the theater that's when she true, shows up.
1: But Downey is shooting at her. Downey does
0: shoot at her, but he doesn't hit her.
1: Yeah. Anyway, she gets shot, right? Yeah. And it clips like the top of her head, mm-hmm. so there's blood coming down.
0: Yeah. Uh, those are the same
1: blood marks we see on Theta Jess, who's lying in the road.
0: Yep. That's it. I want. Yeah. I damn. I was going to bring that up.
1: Fuck you, I got there first.
0: (laughs) You did get there first. I gave you the chance to do all these points. Well, I got one of them, okay? That's rare. It's rare that I catch something in a a movie.
1: Mostly because... for anyone who doesn't know, Bob wears glasses, and his prescriptions are way <laughs> out of date. Way out of and th- I, I don't think he can see the
0: screen most time. There times. were multiple times where I had to ask you what something said because I couldn't read it. Remember when I asked you what the clock said? It's because I couldn't read the clock, so I couldn't see the numbers. You should <laughs> get new glasses. I need them. because
1: we do this thing where we review visual media.
0: Yeah, I need a new prescription, man. It's really bad. Um,
1: Those are all my talking points. I, you know, Do you have anything else?
0: No, not particularly. Up? I want to leave all the rest of that for the... For if you guys want to go watch it, you know, I uh, recommend. All
1: right. Uh, who'd you recommend it for?
0: Uh, Let's see. Someone who is into light horror. I would not call this horror horror. It's not scary, but it is suspenseful. And I think it's cool. I think it's a good uh take on the time loop. I might do like if you're into psychological thrillers. Yeah, that's good. That's way better. That's a way better recommendation. <laughs> you know what you're talking about more than I do.
1: Because it's not like psychological horror no i don't think it's
0: very scary it's just a cool it's a cool spin on a classic concept but it's got that
1: thriller aspect where you're kind of on the edge of your seat you don't know because you don't know what's going on so yeah if you want to watch a psychological thriller there's that if you want to watch like a time movie something that deals with time it's
0: very very cool
1: it's not like super scary but it does play with this idea of time loops and all Mm -hmm. that other stuff makes it kind of confusing
0: but if you want to watch that it's not that hard to follow by by the time you get to the end though
1: no but you do have to think about it yeah
0: just a um, little bit. It's not too bad. And there's
1: also this stuff, the Greek mythology you can unpack.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Liam Hemsworth, he's pretty good in this movie. I and like Liam him. Liam in this a little bit. He could have been in there more. He could have been in there more, but he's not the main character, so you know.
1: But yeah, I think my big recommendation, if you, you want to watch something with time stuff, or, you know, psychological thriller. Yeah. That's uh, all oh, I got.
0: If you want, like, a boat movie, I think this is a good, a good not ghost ship, but sca- spooky ship movie. It's not a
1: great boat movie no but but if you you want a boat movie
0: it is a boat movie it
1: is technically a boat movie yeah however that boat could have really been anything
0: i mean that's completely fair i i think the use of the boat as a tool for isolation is cool yeah
1: i guess boat or bermuda triangle stuff that's the other one Um, anything else
0: not for recommendations
1: no no all right rating
0: three and a half why I I like the concept. I think it did a really good job at being a time loop movie mm-hmm. while also not being predictable. Good. And I think that that is the big thing for me is I was worried when we were going to watch a movie for Groundhog Day. I was like, I hope this movie does not just lay everything out and I figure everything out by the first loop because that would be fucking boring.
1: Why not a four?
0: I think it could be, like you said, it could be anything like the boat. It doesn't have to be a boat. Yeah, I like that it's a boat because I think the boat is a good tool for isolation. But you could really just put her in any situation where she's isolated. It could be a house in the woods or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are many other things that it could be.
1: It just seems like it's there because Bermuda Triangle. But that seems like it's there as an explanation for why there's a time loop.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing is like they don't really explain it. Yeah. Like nothing gets explained on why it's happening. You just kind of have to be like, oh, it's Bermuda Triangle. Which I mean, I guess I can suspend my disbelief a little bit. But also, it's like you could give. And I guess we did unpack a real explanation, but that's not explicit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's implicit. It's an implicit explanation for the entirety of the movie, which is, like, cool for me because we figured it out and I enjoyed it. But, you know, I get why some people wouldn't like that. It's not, I I mean, three and a half, two, because it's not very scary. It's not a scary movie, but I'm not, I guess I shouldn't really take that against it, but this is a horror podcast.
1: It's a horror podcast, but, okay, I'm of the opinion here, it might not be the most popular opinion, but I think horror's a pretty wide genre. I agree so I include a lot of things that I think most people don't include which uh, suck it up y'all because you're gonna get that stuff on this podcast <laughs> uh, because I get to choose the movies but I'll throw thrillers on here sometime yeah and I like think that. that allows
0: us to keep up very content too which is cool I like it I mean I like the movie a lot I just think that it it could be better if they changed a couple things. You know what I mean? Damn. If it was, a, I think they could really, how long was the movie, an hour and a half? Something like that. If they had, and this is just me, if they had drawn this movie out to two hours and give us an extra 30 minutes of something that was, maybe, what's the, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, what's the, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. Not some, I don't, I need more depth. Okay. That's it. Just give me like 15 more minutes of something, of explanation that is not, that is not explicit, but more explicit than in the rest of the movie i don't know, I thought that the, the amount of time this movie was was perfect just because
1: one more loop i think would have been too much you think so yeah um, besides the fact that it maybe wouldn't have been as clean of a number as three yeah that's fair it i think it would have been too much because we we just saw so much of what happened on the ship mm-hmm. but also we had to see it from like the same angle over and over again for instance yeah. we see on the second loop just looking over the side of the boat watching them arrive on the boat. Mm -hmm. On the third loop, we see Jess watching herself, watching them
0: yeah, it's cool.
1: It's hard to do stuff like that over and over again. Yeah. It would have been hard to pull. See, thing.
0: I don't think they should have, maybe not add an extra loop, but maybe add a few minutes to every loop just maybe. to lengthen them a little bit because I feel like we could have pulled more if we spent more time with it. Maybe.
1: It's just, you know, adding time to movies can be hard sometimes. Y- yeah, and I get that. I think it. Could, I think you're right. It could have helped. It could have gone the other way, though. That's completely fair. So I think this was an okay time period. Yeah. Any other reasoning for your rating? No. No. no I don't think so. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the same, 3.5. I think it does the concept of we're on a boat, we go onto this new boat, and there's this time loop, and there's some time shenanigans because Bermuda Triangle. I think it does that as well as it should. Right? I, I, Yeah, I agree. What gets this movie like, kind of over the top, and I think gets it past the point of, you know, time loop boat movie, is this idea that uh, it's a time loop that extends back to the beginning of the movie. The yeah. The cyclical nature of the, the movie.
0: That is really cool.
1: I think that really pushes it to another level.
0: Because, can I be honest, I thought after she got pushed off the boat, the movie ended. I was like, oh. But then it, when she woke up at the beach and went, oh my fuck. Yeah. I thought the movie was over, and there was an extra, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, but if she woke up
1: on the beach and, like, she just went back to her kid and then moved on with her life, that wouldn't have been as interesting. Oh, no, that sucks. Uh, But having the whole movie start over again and then having this whole thing be like, oh, it's not just a time loop of three that happens on this boat. No, it's a time loop that's been going on and on. And she just doesn't Uh, know. It's very cool. And also the stuff with, like, she might be dead. Mm -hmm. Really great. I think that takes it over what it could innately be. For sure, for sure, for sure. Time loop boat movie. However, I don't think it gets there perfectly, which is why I'm giving it a 3.5 and yeah. not a four because I think I just think there's some problems with the film. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think some of the stuff with like her being dead and stuff isn't mm-hmm. as explicit as I want.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm. Um, yeah, that's what I was getting at too. Like,
1: like we were able to break it down, but it's still super heavily implied. Mm-hmm. Like, and even then, I think the only thing impl- that implies she might be dead it's- is the darkening of the contrast.
0: Yeah, whenever she meets um, the cab driver. And even that
1: that, that could be explained by potentially just a cloud coming over. I
0: mean, yeah. In a
1: similar vein, the stuff on the ship is nice, but I don't know. Sometimes I didn't like the stuff that happens on the ship during certain times.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think as soon as we learn that the killer is just Jess, it I don't want to say ruined, because it didn't really ruin the experience. It, it feels disappointing, though. It's not, not even disappointing, but it, it ruins the suspense of it ruined, at least for me, the suspense of, what did it, is, like, who is it? Yeah, and because you learn that pretty quickly that it is Jess.
1: Maybe this is me having seen this film before and knowing the twist, but I I felt the stuff on the ship wasn't as exciting as I wanted. Because, yeah. like, yeah, you, knowing a movie, what happens in a movie like this does lower the tension, right? Mm-hmm. But I I feel like there should still be a high enough energy to get me through this. Yeah, and uh, some
0: of it is pretty high energy, but then there's a lot of just chilling. Yeah, and I,
1: I just I feel in a similar vein to Bob where the stuff on the ship, I I like having three time loops. I think that was a good amount. Yeah. But I think what could happen during those time loops could be cleaned up. And kind of polished a little bit more. Oh, yeah, for sure. To just get a better experience for each. Because the writer of this movie was really good at keeping everything tight. Yes. And, like, he did a great job with making sure everything makes sense and lines up. Mm-hmm. Gotta give him very good props for that. It,
0: and it does. I kept catching it. And I was like, oh, that's. Because every time we saw a new book, I was like, oh, that's from that Jess's angle, from that loop. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, really that's great. cool.
1: Because we'd see. Like, these third-person shots, they're just Jess's perspective from a different timeline. Yeah. But just the content wasn't always there. And, yeah, I think just stuff like that, just little minor touches-ups to the story. Yeah. Because, you know, he did the time loop as well as he could, and then he went above and beyond. But just other basic things of the film were lacking, so Mm -hmm. I don't think I can give it, like, a
0: Yeah, like, I mean, we watched the same Jess fight. We watched the same fight a couple of times throughout the movie. And it's like, yeah, cool, because it's a time loop, but also Jess would know this stuff. She could switch it up.
1: It's not even that. It's just like if you had shot it differently, I feel like that's true. Actually, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Just
0: little things,
1: you know. So content-wise, I think everything was there that maybe have gotten it a four, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really just some minor things.
0: Yeah, Um, some minor execution stuff. I think really kept it from also
1: not to be like (laughs) mean towards the film, uh, but some of the stuff looks cheap.
0: That is true.
1: And I think that's just because the budget was kind of low. Mm-hmm. But it just shows sometimes, and I, I think I should mention it.
0: I mean, this is what, 2009 film? 2009. And maybe it's a little, I don't want to say dated, it's but maybe some dated. of the like, stuff is... Some of the
1: CGI, they show the cruisers, yeah. not great. I think it's, though, it's just they didn't have a high budget, and they yeah. made they made a good decision of making sure they could get a lot of the cruise liner done as a set.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, it's very big. Apparently they made half a cruise liner that they kind of put in the water. Mm-hmm. Not half of it, but they made a big wall that looked like a cruise liner and put it in the water so they could do some of the outside shots of the boat. Yeah. But I think that's probably where a lot of the budget went, but <sighs> some of the, the other stuff in the film suffers from it. Like yeah. the, the, all the Sally bodies
0: looks really cool. It does look really cool. But
1: something about the CGI putting in other Sally's with herself. Yeah. A little it aww. looks
0: a little bit weird, but it's like, it's, it is passable.
1: It's passable. Like, you wouldn't notice unless you're paying attention. But also, like, the gore doesn't look great. The gore like, does I not more. look great. I don't know. There's The content's all there for a four. I don't think for a five. But for a four, I think the content's all there. It could get
0: there if it had done a few things better. But there's a little things it could have
1: done better to, I think, get it there. So, 3.5. Yeah.
0: I completely agree. I'm in total agreement on that one. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. I, I liked this movie a lot more than I expected. was not scary ocean movie, and I was so excited. Yeah, you were really tense for I was scared, movies. man. I was scared. I
1: said boat. You should have known. I said boat. <sighs> yeah, you're right. Although you're that right. is exactly how I would sail a scary ocean movie. Yeah, yeah. It's all on a boat, guys, I swear. Yeah. But yeah. <sighs> I guess we'll go to the outtakes now.
0: Yeah, we'll see you in a minute. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the outtakes for this special episode of Beware the Board. I hope you all enjoyed the episode so far. I really like this movie. I think it's a fun spin on a time loop. Without further ado, here are this episode's outtakes. For our first clip, we have my reaction to something very mundane. It's just that I have a really big fear of crabs, and there was a scene with some crabs in this movie, and it freaked me out. Here's my reaction to some crabs on the beach.
1: He had hair, though, so. He did have hair on (laughs) that. He's like Benjamin
0: Button with hair. Uh, Those a crab spot. I know. What ah, the What the fuck? What is going on right now? This next clip is my reaction to seeing the thunderstorm that de- capsizes the yacht for the first time.
1: That's why sailboats have engines.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Oh. That's not good be worse no not much worse than that. oh I've ever told you I have a severe fear of thunderstorms yes because that was not fun just watching that happen crack
1: that is what it looks like out on the open ocean like because you can see so far yeah
0: another reason you won't catch my ass on the ocean
1: now nah, we'll take you out there during a storm no
0: we'll
1: go like you ever oh, seen that show god damn uh, god Deadliest damn catch and they yes some of those storms in my dad loves that show it's like so my
0: dad's really into fishing though. Just hit the wave and like <laughs> That's a good that's a good vine. A classic. This next clip is our reaction to seeing Victor, bloodied and beaten, attempting to strangle Jess. Oh what happened to what happened to you, buddy? Victor got fucked up. By something. Oh my god! Oh my god. Holy shit! Victor, come on, man! Why are you fucking strangling her? Oh, Ugh! This next clip is our reaction to watching Sally, Downey, and Greg all get gunned down from one of the balconies in the theater. Oh my god. Holy shit! Hmm, interesting. I was wondering... Oh my god! (coughs) What the fuck? This is crazy! Oh! Whoa! This next clip is our reaction to seeing how Victor got bloodied and beaten, and how it was an accident caused by Jess. Oh! That sucks! Come on. Oh, that squirt
1: was cool, though. You're wondering what that hole in his head came from.
0: Yeah, I was. I didn't know what happened. Oh, now he's going to chase her and try and kill her. and Oh, my God. This is cool. Hi, everybody. We're back. Yeah, I hope you liked the outtakes. I hope hope they were good. I don't know how many there was. I don't either. Probably probably at least two. A couple. Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, I feel like we got some good reactions out of the end of the movie. I think when she killed herself (laughs) with the hammer, I screamed. (laughs) Because I was like, oh my god. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Um, Wild ass fucking trip.
1: You got a reaction for the car flip, I assume. Well, because
0: that was fucking cool. That car stunt we didn't talk about that much in the episode, car stunt was really good. I assumed
1: it was real. I couldn't tell. It was definitely real. If there was some CGI, with CGI touch-ups. But it was yeah. it was good looking. It
0: was a real good car flip.
1: I guess announcements for right now. Yeah. Uh, there's an episode coming out tomorrow.
0: Yeah, there is. So watch have out fun for that. with that. Oh, God. That movie. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you couldn't <laughs> tell.
1: We just we recorded that movie before this one. Uh, <clears throat> so there's that episode coming out tomorrow. And then on Saturday, Saturday. so the day after, we have our special episode with Abby coming out. That's the one I picked out for us to watch. Uh, go check that out. That's a pretty good one. Good episode. I think we got a good conversation on it. Oh yes. Not sure how the episode's going to turn out. It's it's good. Bob's still editing it. Uh, from what
0: I've seen and listened to, it's good. But it's a banger. I think it'll turn out. I do too. Also gonna... just like if whenever this movie that movie comes out, go watch that movie. Like. Oh yeah. It's a good movie. That's a good fucking movie. Probably
1: go watch it before. Yeah. Um, Bob, I guess is he's already put out what the spoiler is for that movie, so you can watch that right now.
0: Yeah, it'll be out by the time this comes out. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it came out on Monday.
0: Yeah. So I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you want to chill our, chill Yeah, our stuff?
0: man. Follow us on Twitter at Beware the Board. I post everything there. I post all the updates for the show, uh, links to the episodes when they go live. I post spoilers every Monday for the movie that comes out on Friday in case you want to watch it before we watch it or Saturday. Basically it's the Monday before it comes out. The Monday before a week a weekly episode comes out, I will post on our Twitter with a spoiler thing like, Hey, here's the movie. Go watch it if you want. If you don't want to, don't. You don't have to. Also, we got concept art for our art for the um podcast. So soon we will be up on wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, yeah, maybe, anchor maybe FM. On board number three shut up we'll have my board too but we got concept art so our artist is working on it he's almost he's getting there and i'm just excited to finally be on something other than youtube
1: this is not a youtube content kind of thing not really but it's hey, not really made if for If you're it. watching us on youtube thank you uh you know go hit that like button uh do it three times because maybe you got to and then hit that <laughs> hit that bell too three times And, uh, you know, thumbs up, kind of three times as well. Yeah. yeah. Basically, notice how I said three things. Do them three times. (laughs) It's a loop. It's a triangle, actually.
0: Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, If you all have any recommendations for movies that we should watch on the show, leave them in the comments. Let us know so that Ben can look into it. And if it's a movie that Ben, you know, likes, maybe we'll do a special episode on it on like a Saturday so that we can just watch it ahead of time. Or
1: hell, maybe you just want to yell at Bob.
0: Don't yell at me. That's always great. No, don't, don't do that. If you have categories that you want to recommend for the random category on the board, also leave those in the comments. We have a new format for getting a hold of a random category. We will use your comments though. We really appreciate them. So do that. I think that's everything.
1: Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow.
0: We will actually yeah, we will see you tomorrow.
1: I mean, I won't. I gotta go record this again. Shut 38 up. times the charm. I assume. I, I hope. Yeah, we'll
0: see if I'll let I'll Hopefully let you all know if Ben's still stuck out in this for time again. You
1: well, you'll know if this one comes out and it says thirty-seven.
0: Then that's the winner. Th- that's you the, the did winner.
1: It. I-, I fucking hope so.
0: <laughs> see you next week. And remember, always beware the board.